Mike Hogan and Bob Brock back with you at the half. A couple of minutes before we kick off the third quarter. Argos with a 24-13 lead here at BMO Field. Okay, here's how smart we are. And here's how weird football can be. There's a fairly significant wind here at BMO Field today, correct? Yes, there is. Both the Argos and Alouette scored more points into the wind, the wind than they did with the wind. With that in mind, the Alouette, by the way, the, the Argos scored 14 into the wind and 10 with the wind. The Alouette scored uh, thir- uh, 10 with the wind and 3 in, uh, sorry, 10 into the wind and 3 with the wind. With that said, the Argos have the option here. The wind is strong. Do you want it in the fourth quarter or do you want it now? Try to score and get field position and increase the 11-point lead going into quarter four. I hope it doesn't come to this, but you want that wind on your back in the fourth quarter. You know that you know with the last three minutes and you need a field goal or whatever. You want that wind on your back. It just, it's just, a, it's a given. You also get that potential extra possession in the second half if you take the ball first, right? Yes. Because you could start and yeah, end yes, yes, yes. the half with uh, with the football. Now nah, that's just you're rolling the dice on that one. You're just hoping. Oh, uh, there are a couple guys we're going to be looking for here. One is Devaris Daniels, who is back. Uh, he is riding the bike, which is good news because he was injured on the penultimate play of the first half. And also looking for Winton McManus, who went down a, with a uh, look to be a wrist injury in the first half. And I do not see Winton, which doesn't mean he's not out there, but I do not see 48 on the sideline. So. Let's assume that he is out and that Jonathan Jones will continue at the Will linebacker spot. Uh, he was very ably um, able to replace Winton when McManus was out of the lineup. And we'll see what they do here. I had my head down. I was looking at stats. I didn't see what the Argonauts decided to do. But Boris Beatty is out on the field uh, in the circle in front of the bench, so the Argos will be kicking off, so we assume that they will be kicking off into the wind here to begin the first half, much like the uh, second half, much like they did the first half, kicking off into the wind and have the wind, as Mr. Bronk wanted, in the all-important fourth quarter. 24-13, they've got the 11-point lead. They are 30 minutes away from going to the Grey Cup next week in Regina. And, yeah, they will be kicking off into the wind. And Chandler Worthy is back out for the Alouettes, which is good news for Chandler because you don't want to see anybody get hurt. But, you know, from an Argo perspective, you know, if if he had a minor teeny little cramp for the next 90 minutes, you know, I just wouldn't complain. We wouldn't complain. Just nothing that's going to keep him out. Right. Right? You just don't want him to. But from a competitive advantage, we love Chandler. Like, he's one of the nicest guys on the planet. And it's, he's really had that story of, I'm going to keep at this. I'm going to keep at this. And he will be back at about his own 20-yard line, despite the fact that Beattie has perhaps, well, he does have the strongest kickoff, uh, leg in the lead, leading the league in that category. He'll kick it off, and the wind is killing it. Down at the 28-yard line, Worthy comes up, far numbers to the 45, and is taken down in space as Jack Kassar, Trevor Hoyt, checked that, got down and made the hit. And that's uh, appropriate. He is Kassar's roommate from uh, Carlton. Well, that was a great tackle. He was actually yeah. he was being blocked while he made that tackle. That was a real good play. Form tackle, shoulder right in the guy's gut. Smartest. He's got to be the smartest guy on the team. His major was astrophysics at Carlton. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll concede that. Yeah, exactly. First down and 10 from their own 45-yard line. Montreal moving with the, or into the wind, rather, moving from left to right, and they'll give the ball. No, the play action to stand back, and they hit Geno Lewis across midfield to the Argo 53-yard line. They very underutilized Geno Lewis in the first half, as he had, as I pull up the stats here, he had but two catches, 46 yards worth of catches. That's just his third on his fourth target. Well, despite their lack of uh, production on running play, they're still using the play-action pass. <laughs> and pull the broadcaster. Ball in the middle of the field at the 52-yard line. Alouettes all in white, Argos all in blue. And they will go ground game this time. Stand back, off tackle. Left side, big hole. He could go. 40-30-25. And he's not going to get caught. Amos tried to dive at the last second. And the Alouettes into the wind strike, or with the wind, strike first on a long run by William Stanback. And he is back. 24-19. Extra point to come. He ran off the left tackle and was gone. There was virtually no one there that is not the way obviously you want to start the second the Argonauts wanted to start this so 24 19 and they're going to go for two you were pointing what did you point at he was untouched they ran off he ran off the left tackle and they sealed the end and he was gone to the races so Montreal down by five is going to try for two, obviously, to make it a field goal game. Harris has stand back to his left. Argos in a 40 front. Mwamba's close to the line of scrimmage. They will go play action. Man wide open in the back of the end zone. It's Philpot, and they dot the eye with a two-pointer. And just like that, it's 24-21. That was quick. Very quick. 13-36 remaining in the third quarter. And way too easy. So Philpott, who has a touchdown, just adds a two-point conversion. That play action, play action, that one fooled me. They really run that. Standback really sells that. He As really does, does sell it. Yep, absolutely. And that opens up when you run as effectively as they do, and they run that short stuff and that you know that five to ten yard crossing stuff so often. You're used to playing downhill as a defensive back, and then all of a sudden when you got to stop and go, uh oh. That's what Montreal does exceptionally well. So now we'll see if the Argos can counterpunch. I told you I should have taken a ball. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. I would have done the same thing. You want the wind in the fourth quarter. Well, the, now, wind, the wind had nothing to do with, no, with that. No, not touchdown. at all. So now we'll see. With the wind, the Alouettes will kick off, and we'll see Leak and Brissette deep for the Argos and they may want to give him a little more room as they're up at the 15 and now they're turning around and walking back as Cote's got a pretty good leg and he'll tee it up at the 30 yard line they'll go back to their 10 yard line now will leak and reset high and not that deep down to the 16 yard line here goes leak to the 20 stops 25 stutter step 30 so the Argos going into the wind have decent field position McLeod Bethel-Thompson will lead them out. Mack had a couple of uh, bad drops, including one in the end zone, and was still able to go 11 for 16, 193 yards with a touchdown. 
Yeah. I, I, I would say none of those incompletions were on him. The one maybe that sailed with the wind yes, at the yeah, end of the yes, Camp Phillips. Yes, yes. But it was a deep shot. Yeah, it was a. And the wind, uh, the wind, it's as difficult to throw with the wind as it is into the wind. And the wind certainly made that one sail. First down at their own 31 yard line, the pinball line, as it were. Pump fake. Bethel Thompson has a man open to midfield, and it is caught. And it's Daniels inside the 50, inside the 45, inside the 40, down at the 38 yard line. Damaris Daniels with another big catch. He had the big one, the 46-yarder on the second and short from Kelly, and that one is a huge conversion. The O-line, another great job on he, McLeod could just stand in the pocket, no one in his face, send it through that strike. 41 yards later, it's a first down Argos, again into the wind. They're at the 38-yard line. See if this can invigorate the crowd. They go play action to Olette. Thompson, far side, throws a dart to Curly Gittens down to the 35-yard line. That'll be a short gain of about three yards. That's a long throw for three yards. Yes, and a is. very, very strong throw by McLeod Bethel Thompson. He has as good an arm as anybody in the league. There are some good ones in this league. Yes. But get him VC work. Ain't bad. Chad Kelly has a very strong arm. And that was a bullet from Bethel Thompson. Gittens and uh, Tavares Daniels to the right. Ball on the 35-yard line, second and seven. They run a little screen pass to Gittens, who is hit at the 32. Just short. Squeaks forward to the 29-yard line. They're a yard short, Coach Bronk. Out comes Chad Kelly. They're going for it. They're being aggressive into the wind. Into the wind, this would not be a gimme. Because it is strong. At the 29-yard line, right hash mark. Argos need about a yard. It looks like it's exactly a yard. They'll tee it up on the right hash mark. Kelly's in at quarterback. Gittens comes to the near side. Daniels goes up top. They have a double tight end set, and they're going to run a bunch formation to the near side. Two receivers go in motion to the right. Kelly follows them, and he'll get the first down, it looks like. He needed to get... To the 30, sorry, to the 28-yard line, and he's across the 28, and it should be a first down. But they're going to do the measurement regardless. He needed to get to the 28. The football, the t- the the second stripe, is on the 28-yard line. So unless yeah, there was an optical illusion on the far side. Yeah, I line. don't know why they're bringing the chains. He just he just twisted it as he was going down, and he caught. Yeah, it's and, and the yardstick, as it was on the far sideline, was exactly on the 28-yard line. So it is indeed a first down for the Argonauts. I don't know why they brought out the sticks, but I guess better safe than sorry. Free timeouts, and it gives the Argos a little bit of a breather on offense. A little more time to call a play. Ball on the right hash mark. It's a first and ten from the Alouette 28. Argos up by a field goal. It's 11-15 remaining in quarter number three. First and ten. Play action to Olet. Bethel Thompson wants it all and throws it into the end zone. And looking for a flag is Brandon Banks, who said he got grabbed as he tried to cut off again another in route. Mike Jones was on the coverage. And there's gonna they don't have a challenge anyway, so it doesn't matter. 
he was running right behind him and kind of pushing him with his with his body because he was in chase position. It was Lyon with help from Joe. But it was not a penalty. It was no, no. You know receivers, so they, everything is a penalty. <laughs> yeah. Second down attempt for the 28. It would be a 35-yard field goal attempt. Now Argos up by three, moving right to left, all in blue. Three receivers to the right. Bethel Thompson looks that way. He's got a man at the sidelines, and it is caught. Brandon Banks has it inside the 15 for a first down. Don't mark it to the 13-yard line. They needed 10. They got 15, nope. and now they're saying it's out of bounds. And Brandon's not happy. And he's pointing. He's making a absolute point of pointing. It's an incomplete pass. And? I don't know. From the first angle, it, it looks... Can't tell. Can't tell. Argos don't have a challenge. That's a catch. It is a catch. That's a catch. They just showed the replay on the screen. And the crowd is going to, and they don't have a challenge. There's nothing they can do. The eye in the sky should correct that. Yep. That's a huge play. It was. They saw it. They know that that's the wrong call on the field. And yet the eye in the sky is not going to correct it. Why do they have an eye in the sky? That's a terrible non-call. It was. Boris Beatty is up and got it. The official closest to the play said catch. A guy yes. 20 yards downfield said it was out of bounds. And it's a three-point field goal nonetheless for the Argos on a bad call by the officials. And I don't know why the eye in the sky didn't correct something that obvious. Nonetheless, the Argos kicked the field goal. They lead 27-21 with 10-19 remaining in the half. Sorry, in the third quarter, you're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. Great. Argos with a 27-21 lead after the field goal by Boris Beattie. And it is a 35-yard field goal. So it is now 27-21. Argos lead by six. It is a one-score game. That was a moral victory responding to that touchdown, at least. They marched the ball down. They got ripped off. They know they got ripped (laughs) off, but they scored. So... I, I, I honestly don't understand. The, yes. the, the eye in the sky is supposed to correct obvious mistakes. Command center, yep. The first official called it a catch. He was waved off by a guy downfield, and it was the wrong call. Doesn't and the officials sense. up in the booth, no, we saw an even better angle on the uh, replay during the break. It was a catch. But it wasn't. And it's a first down Montreal after the field goal. We'll take it at their own 40. And they will give it a stand back who fell down no, and will get a yard. One yard again. They're really playing well with him. Other than that touchdown, no. there's there he's not getting anything. It's a one-yard gain at the 41-yard line. It's second down and nine. Argos up by six. 9.50 clock moving. Quarter three. On the line, a trip to Regina for the great cup. Three receivers will go out to the left. With the ball on the left hash mark. Gino Lewis wide to the right. With Philpott inside him. Quick hitch. They've got Lewis, and he will get the first down. Big hit late. But Lewis had the first down across the 50 to the 53-yard line. And a big second-and-nine conversion from the Alouettes. I'm surprised that kicking into the wind, Beattie, would have been that the Owls took it at the 40-yard line when they have Chandler Worthy back there. Unless they don't think we're these 100%. Nonetheless, you have Philpott back there. He's a really yes, good yes. returner as well. 
First down at their own 53-yard line, moving left to right, all in white uniforms. The Alouettes play action, and Trevor's going down. He's hit back at the 50-yard line, meeting at the quarterback. The mighty Oak was back there. Hendricks was in there. Davis was in there. Smith was in there. The front four met at the quarterback. I think Oakman will get credit for the sack. Corey Mace is is, uh, blitzing more. He blitzed the previous play as well, and they didn't get the Harris they got to him this time. And, yeah, Oak was the first guy in there. Loss of three yards, second and 13. And we'll have Lewis, Mano on Mano, with Peters to the near side. He's going to have help from Chris Edwards. They are double-teaming Gino Lewis. And they're going to look the other way, Harris will, and he's got a man who finds a spot in the zone down to the 40-yard line. They needed 13. They got 20. Big first down for the Alouettes. And it was Winicky with the catch. He always seems to be there when they need him. Huge catches on second and long as the Alouettes are able to keep this drive going. 7.43 remaining in the third quarter. Alouette's down by six. They've got the ball. Harris back to pass. Four-man rush. Goes to the far sideline. And it is out of bounds as Lewis caught it. As Phillips kind of made him cut off the road a little earlier than he wanted to and go to the sidelines early. And by the time Lewis brought it down, on a pass very similar to one he caught on the game-tying drive for Montreal in Montreal in the second-last game of the season, where he made a great catch over Peters. He did it again this time, but landed out of bounds. Second and 10 from the 39-yard line. Alouette's in field goal range, moving right to left. Argos have a 40 front. Everybody else back in his zone right now. And they will go play action and dump it. They have Lewis, who will get the first down. He caught it at the 32. He's tackled at the 27 as he spun off a tackler. And again on second and long. Third time they've converted on this drive. That's going to drive Mace crazy. And again, it's Geno Lewis. And the closest guy to him was Mwamba. And Mwamba missed the tackle. And that is rare. Ball at the 27-yard line. Left hash mark just inside it. Standback standing to the right of Harris. Three receivers to the near side. Play action. They'll dump it out to the near side and tackle to the 22-yard line is Philpot. So it will be good for a gain of six. And again, the Argo defense has a chance to make a play on second and manageable. Argo, the Alouettes must be thinking second and four. That's nothing. That's, yeah, that's unique. This Ball will come over to the near hash mark as the Alouettes move left to right, right in front of us, moving toward Lake Ontario. Stand back to the left of Harris and the pistol. Four receivers to the left. They will give the ball to Stanback. Right guard, and he'll be short of the first down. He needed to get to the 17-yard lane. He's about the 18. And we get some major pushing and shoving. And Enoch Mawamba's furious. He is he is mad. There was an offensive lineman down at the goal line, 25 yards downfield. Did he grab face mask or what happened, Bob? Did you see? I know I didn't see it. I don't know why he was down by the end zone. Mechie is furious. Enoch is enraged right now. And the Alouettes are going to come out, and they're going to go short yardage with the short yardage quarterback, Dominic Davis, and Armando Sewell comes in as the fullback. 
He's a defensive tackle. He weighs 290. They need a two two full yards. Argonauts denied them in Montreal on second and third down from the one-yard line. We'll see if they can do it again. They empty out the backfield. Davis, is he looking to draw them offside? Is he going hard count? I don't think they're going to snap it. He parks another one. And they're going to take a time count violation. Yep. Good discipline. Time count violation, Montreal number four. Very good discipline by the Argos. The Argos work on that. They'll have both McLeod and Chad go out to vary up the cadence and try to get the team to go offside. And it doesn't go over well if the offensive line moves, put it that way. Yes. But they practice it. Yes. That you have to. This sets up a third down and seven from the 24-yard line, and that means it's going to be a 32-yard field goal attempt. Please reset the game clock to read four minutes and 55 seconds. 4.55. Thank you, Andre Prue. This will be a 32-yard attempt from just inside the right hash mark. The punter, Joseph Seema, is the holder. Pierre-Luc Caron from Laval is the long snapper. Argos have nobody back in the end zone. They're going after the block. Snap is good. Kick is up. Got it. Three more for the Alouettes. And it's 27-24 Argos as the Alouettes have cut into the lead again. What kind of counter punch can the Argos offer with 4.51 remaining in the third quarter? We'll find out when we come back. You're listening to Argo Football on the home of the Boatman. This is TSN 1050. Montreal 24. Argos moving into a fairly strong win here at BMO Field in the third quarter. Argos led 14-3 after one quarter. They led 24-13 after two quarters. So they had 11-point lead and 11-point lead, and now they lead by three. So the big play in this quarter, a huge run by William Stanback. The only decent carry he's had all day, a 52-yarder for a touchdown, Aside from that, eight carries for 16 yards. Yes. So they've done a good job. They just broke down on one play. So the Argos will take it at the 40-yard line. If you like a good omen, the Argos this year were 6-1 and one in games where they scored first. They scored first today. And have the ball at their own 40 after the field goal. And they will go ground game. It's Andrew Harris. Hard running up the middle close to the first down. He needed to get to the 50. He may have gotten there. Initial indication is 10 yards and a first down. He's the BYOB, be your own blocker. He gets through holes and he breaks tackles. It's, it's, at his age, it's still, a, it's still great to watch. They mark it just shy of the 50, even though the official initially had his foot right on the 50. So they need about a third of a football to get, not even to get the first down. A sideways credit card will get it there. See if they try anything fancy off this one. Oddly enough, Montreal has everybody covered as Chad Kelly runs for the first down. They brought in the short yardage unit. Earlier, the Argos had a second and two, and the Alouettes did not cover Tavares Daniels, and it was a very easy 46-yard touchdown from Kelly to Daniels. First down Argos up to their own 53-yard line, clock moving at 346. Argos moving into the wind. They'll have a very strong wind in the fourth quarter. And they lead by three, 27-24. Argos all in blue, moving from right to left, from the lake toward the Gardner. 
big, big crowd here today. Haven't heard a number yet. Hopefully we'll get that to you soon. Four receivers up top. They have Harris and Olette in the game. They'll give the ball to Harris as Olette lined up in the slot. And that's a hard five yards for the native of Covington, Ohio. The cradle of football south of the border. He just got tripped. <laughs> One guy grabbed his ankle. If he he would have gotten 10 had, or 15 more yards. Had to be cool. A.J. had a couple of looks in the NFL. One with New Orleans. One in Cleveland. Covington's kind of halfway between Cleveland and Cincinnati. Not too far from Indianapolis either. Second down and five. Near side. Has the man for the first down. It's Curly Gittins Jr. for a gain of seven out of the 45-yard line. They'll give him the 44. And the Argos continue to move the ball into the wind. And Curly wanted a face mask call. And he ain't going to get it. McLeod's reading the defenses really well. They, they sent someone up the middle, a safety blitz. And he got that ball off right away. He saw it coming. That really disarms the defensive stunts when you get that ball out of your hands really quickly. That will put McLeod over 250 yards passing so far today. One touchdown, no picks. Kelly has the touchdown pass as well to Daniels. At the 44-yard line. That was a weird formation. They're going to run a sweep off it to Gittins. Check that. Banks. And Banks will get close to first down yardage. They had everybody out wide. All of a sudden, all of the receivers came inside, and they ran a jet sweep to Brandon Banks. That was a nice design. I don't think the def- I don't think Montreal's defense was ready for that. That was a real quick snap. They were they weren't in formation on the on the on the Argos right hand side. I haven't. I didn't get to either practice. I saw one practice this week. I didn't see that. I haven't seen that all year in practice. So that's something new. Might, yeah, that was. Second down, one to go from the 35-yard line. Kelly's in again. Motion. Kelly's just going to go up the middle and didn't get it on first effort. Got it on second effort, I think. We'll see where they spot it. Near official looks like he's given it to him. The guy up top, not so much. And no, that's a, the not a good The Argos are not spot. happy. That's not a good spot. And you could hear, I don't know if that was Kelly or oh, somebody they're giving saying it they to moved him. it back, and now they're going to give them a first down. <laughs> that was not a good spot. He needed to get to the 34. He got there. He and was... that one looked closer than the one they actually <laughs> measured. <laughs> we just work here. First down at the 34-yard line. Argo's on a drive. Inside a minute now, moving into the wind. And normal, I guess, in field, maybe in field goal range, it's strong. They will run a little dump-off pass. They've got Ambles to the 31-yard line. They'll get three. He bobbled it a couple of times, which threw the timing off. And now we get pushing and shoving. Andrew Harris in the middle of it. And he is uh, he's baiting Tyrese Bevret, who is a guy who you can bait. Every team's got a couple of guys like that like that, that just... Like the talk. He's still talking, actually. And Harris is still talking to him. And so is Beveress. Second down. We'll call it seven to go. 19 seconds on the clock. If the Argos can run this down when they kick on the next play, if they don't convert, they'll be kicking with the wind. Nine seconds left on the game clock. Now five on the play clock. Bethel Thompson back to pass. He's going to go long. He's going to go to the post. He's got a man for the touchdown. Curly Gittins, Jr. To the house from 31 yards. Touchdown, Argos. 
And once again, I've been saying this all day, McLeod has been just standing in the pocket. No one's in his face. He's reading the defense, the coverage, and picking the open man. He he had lots of time there. It was the O-line's doing their job today. So the Argos do what they needed to do. Counter punch into the wind on the final play of the third quarter. So when they kick off, they will be kicking off with a very strong wind behind them. BD from 32. His last kick into the wind is up and good. The T is crossed, the I is dotted, and the quarter is over. 34-24. The Alouettes win the quarter with the wind by just one point. It's a 10-point lead. The Argos are 15 minutes away from the Grey Cup. Can they hold on? Stick around and find out. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050.